This is the Gentleman Podcast brought to you by Shane and Josh. Now, before we begin, have another glass of water. So that was a scene from the first season of Ted Lasso. There are a ton of scenes, both within this particular season of Ted Lasso. Uh, there are a ton of scenes all across really anything in Hollywood that are going to kind of exemplify what it is that we're going to talk about today. And that is that accountability matters. Um, just as Keeley, the character, uh, kind of ends that scene there, you know, in stating that you have to understand what it is that you're apologizing for. Um, you have to understand, you know, how it is you you affected another person, um, whether that be through words or through actions, decisions, you know, what have you. Um, you know, but ultimately, accountability matters. And uh, this scene, which, by the way, watch Ted Lasso, uh, phenomenal first season. I, I came onto it late. Josh recommended it to me. Um, but uh, again, you know, accountability matters, and uh, and I think this scene. Uh, it was one that really spoke to both Josh and, and myself. That's a great lead-in. Because today we were going to talk about some stuff. And, you know, we always have a lot of ideas going on. And uh, it, I think how we definitely focused, this was a good opportunity. That today we wanted to talk about accountability and uh, apologies and things like that is uh, I have a little quick story here, and, and I thought, yeah, this is the topic we should talk about this week, and I, I brought it to Shane. So as, as we had mentioned in a previous cast, uh, I just bought a house, and I'm going to be moving. And uh, so anyone who moves knows that this is a living hell process. It's absolutely <laughs> the worst thing you can ever do in your life is have to move. You should find a place and never have to move. If you, if I have, if you take no pearls of wisdom, take that. <laughs> moving is hell. And hire movers. Because once you're of a certain age, you can't ask your friends to keep coming over with beer and pizza and pretend like that's <laughs> enough to pay them. Because it really hurts. Moving hurts. Anyway. So I find this box that I haven't seen and it's got to be 15 years, 20 years, whatever. And I know it's there, but I just haven't seen it or gone into it. And it is just all these mementos and things that I kept from high school, right? All the little love notes I ever got or quirky letters and things. This was, this was back when people still wrote each other stuff. And I totally found a series of correspondence with this guy that I was really good friends with for a while. And before we graduated, we, we definitely started growing apart. And as Shane and I have talked about, you know, certain friendships you just don't maintain. But in any event, this particular guy 
uh, decided he was going to go to the Marines. And I had totally forgotten. I found this whole series of letters that he wrote. And I and I wrote him back, but not nearly as much. And ultimately, uh, he did not make it. He, he washed out. It wasn't for him. Uh, and, and I think it was for the best. But I found this whole series of letters where he is just utterly miserable and bearing his soul. And it was really, really heartbreaking stuff about the, the trauma of boot camp. And I just felt awful for him. And in one of these letters, it was like, it was so really good to read your letter. You know, please keep writing. Like, I need that kind of thing. And I know I certainly didn't uh, do as much as I, I probably should have in that moment. And it really made me feel like I owed this person an apology. Um, but this is someone I probably, in, in dead seriousness, haven't talked to in 20 some odd years. We're talking going back to like high school, right? Uh, and, 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 and maybe that even that senior year, not, you know, being as close as we used to. And it really made me think like, you know, what's what about apologies? You know, is that for me? Is that for him? Is that what does that look like? Do I take accountability? Am I doing more harm by potentially, look, you know, tracking down this person and 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 reaching out for them? And so, it, as I said, I thank you for your patience as we got to there. But it became apparent to me that this week it was really important. We should talk about some of that and see if I can come to a, a bigger truth, maybe with you as we as Shane and I talk about these kind of topics. I think that's one of the like most underappreciated parts of that accountability process is recognizing, am I doing this for me? In which case, does this make me selfish? Or am I doing this for this other person? Because I genuinely believe that this is something that will benefit both parties, it behooves both parties. Um, in which case, that's a, a moment of recognition. And, th and that's a very selfless thing. And in your case, 20 years, I, I mean, how do you, and maybe you'll share with us, maybe you won't, um, your decision as to whether or not you decided to either write this person or reach out to this person, but time and how much time is, you know what, well, this is going to fall on deaf ears now, or this person is probably over this, or am I making that decision for them? So many different things, and, and this is never going to be the same. Like, you, I don't know that this process will always be the same for any two people under any two circumstances. It very well may be uh, something that's never repeated. Um, but it is one of those, one of those uh, like self check-in moments for, for me that I try to use pretty consistently. Um, you know, I, I almost to a point of fault will put the other person's feelings and, and you know, what it is that, you know, they may be, are going through or have gone through as a result of my actions or my words um, where I kind of struggle. And Josh, I don't know if it's, it's you is I will break that down and I will make that decision for them. Sometimes this is something I've worked very hard on. And so, we've talked about that before too, where sometimes yeah. you're, you're disempowering someone else by, by choosing what you think is best. Exactly. And for me, despite it being, in my opinion, of my best intention, it is not always of the best execution. Um, and it's a fine line throughout that entire process. Um, and again, this is, we've talked about this on numerous shows as well, but it just goes to show you just how important it is 
to have good communication with people in general, because you will understand or have a better understanding of how that other party may receive this moment of realization, whether it's an apology or just an acknowledgement of something just like that. So again, you know, being communicative and being open-minded. Um, and I think also listening, listening to understand uh, and not with the intent to defend um, is something that I find is in a lot of people's and in mine, hand in the air, occasionally mine as well. You want to defend your moment, defend your actions or your words. Um, but sometimes, you know, or all times really, it, it's important to take a moment to step back, kind of disassociate from the feelings that you had from that beginning and truly understand where this other person or people are coming from. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, uh, by the way, just to clarify this thing, you know, like, no, I, I did, you know, that happened just recently. And so I haven't made any hardcore choices or, or actions. So maybe this, uh, maybe this talk today will, will help clarify. I kind of have a feeling what I want to do, but I'm so glad, you know, this ties into other, we've had other conversations across other episodes about these kind of elements. So I, I think this is a good opportunity to galvanize and put it all together, but I'm really glad you brought up that thing about intent. And, you know, here's a really great example, because I certainly don't want to make excuses, but this is a good example to say, go back in time and I'm 18 years old and I'm, it's not my intention to hurt someone, but there's a really good chance that, you know, and especially this person, like, I didn't tell you to go to the military. I, I didn't tell you, you know, go out there and, and really kind of break down the way that they're going to do that to you. But like, I may have added to their burden by not being as supportive as maybe I could have been. But as I say, to go back in time, what the hell did I know? What that? What the hell did I know at that moment? I know you're chuckling, but the reason I say that is like, I think that same statement is applicable when you're 18, 19, 20, 25, 27, 30, the whole thing that sometimes you're you're not creating a situation, but you may be unintentionally adding to someone's burden, uh, you know, and so that to your point, I think this, they're all opportunities to learn and then to say like, OK, like you're talking about not necessarily be defensive. Uh, but, you know, if someone said, let's just say I ran into that guy into a bar, it's highly unlikely, let's just say it happened, uh, for him to say, man, you know, that would have really meant a lot to me to get a couple more letters from you when I was at boot camp, because I really, you know, I, I really felt alone out there. And I think that would be an opportunity for me to say, like, you're right, I hear you. And, and I wish I had realized at that point what my silence was doing and i think that would have transcended whatever rift was going on between us as as friends because that's natural people just can grow apart and that's totally okay like you can't save a friendship sometimes and that's you know that's okay but that idea of just as a person a person to person you know man to man woman to woman whatever just a person saying that would have really helped me wherever our friendship ultimately would have gone that was a moment where i i it would have meant a lot you know, I think that's a lot of people you can just defend and be like, dude, I was 18. I didn't know any better. Like, what the hell? Like, and you chose to go do this. But to be able to say something in that moment, if it presented to say, like, I just I didn't know. And I'm, and I'm sorry that if, you know, I didn't create the situation, but I'm sorry it added to your stress or your anxieties or 
or your ultimate discomfort. That's something that's like, I mean, you hit it right on, on the head there. Like to me, it's something that I, I've, I've said both just in, in people sharing with me their frustrations about situations just as this one um, or in conversations where what I really needed from that other person was just an acknowledgement of exactly as you said, like, I didn't know that this is how I made you feel. I knowing this now, I'm, I'm so sorry. That was not my intent to make you feel that way. Um, so for me, it's, it's super important to understand that like, it's completely okay for you to not know in a moment. And it's, we're all going to make those mistakes or, or poor judgments, or, you know, we're all going to, you know, metaphorically not write back or respond in the letters, um, in ways that we should have, or would have liked to, um, and, and that we may understand later. What isn't okay is to when that moment comes in, in, in Josh, your scenario of saying like, Hey, maybe you meet up in a bar again and you run into each other. And this person brings that thing up to you, whatever that may be for you, as you're sitting here listening to these stories and how it connects to you relate or relate that as, as it may be, but to take that moment to be like, wow, like this person is giving me an opportunity now to kind of write that for not just them, but for me too, because I didn't know. And that's ignorant, but they're also, whether they held onto it for so long or whether it was just an opportunity for them to just say, you know what, like I, this would really help me reconnect with you. Or if you were just looking to part ways, part ways far more amicably. And I think entirely too many people feel that being wrong or knowing that they have hurt or upset someone that they immediately need to validate their choices or their words or their silence in your case because it's a defense mechanism and they're embarrassed and they don't they feel as though this person is, is kind of you know one a step above them and that's a hard thing at times to deal with but for me and something that i've learned is taking that step back and allowing yourself to be vulnerable allowing yourself to say wow like i've even if the choices were not mine and the circumstances were not mine, just like in your story, Josh, um, you know, I may have inadvertently added to stress or to distress or whatever it is that person is saying. And that doesn't sit well with me. And though it was never my intent, this is how that person received that. And it's okay. You can sit there and have that conversation and say, I genuinely, that was never, never something I, I intended to do or a way that I intended to make you feel. Um, and I'm so sorry for the way that that happened. And I know some people will listen to this and say, well, you know, are you really apologizing about the words that you said or the actions that you, you did or the words you didn't say? You're apologizing for how they were received or not received. It's not sitting there and saying all the time. Sometimes you really probably will have to apologize for the things that you said and, and own that that may be wrong. But Josh, in your case, and, and in others who may you know listen to the show and connect in that particular way, um, you know, you're you're going to have that moment where it's okay to just apologize for the way something was received, um, and I think that's fine too. I don't know if I explained that as well as I intended to, but hopefully that came across semi clear. Yeah, I I think that uh, I think you know I struggle with that. I definitely do. I think that. 
when someone confronts you with, when you've made a mistake, um, I think it's just a natural instinct is that we kind of want to defend why we were doing something the way we were doing it. Um, because I think on some level you're trying to either convince yourself or maybe convince the other person that like, not that they were wrong, not that they were wrong. Cause I, cause if you're trying to do that, you're gaslighting and that's fucked up. Sure. Um, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. But trying, I think sometimes we try to do it to prove our intent to sure. say like, I totally didn't mean to do that. Like, you interpreted X, Y, or Z like that, but that's not what I intended. You know, here's what I was coming from. And it, I don't, I want to believe, you know, I'm, I, I'm sure everyone makes mistakes, but they, what you're probably trying to do subconsciously is just to, that maybe you feel like you were saying like ashamed or that, that, that you have, uh, that this other person's called you out, like that you're trying to reaffirm, no, I didn't want to intentionally hurt you. And this goes to what we were saying earlier. It's not about intent. You know, when when a little kid runs through the house and knocks over the vase and it breaks, we know that they're not doing that to hurt the vase or, or you know, it's unintentional. But the point is, we still teach them to say, hey, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? We still we still teach the child to say that, that your actions, even though you didn't run through this house to do that, that was inappropriate. And this is what happened because of that. So you got to You got to let them know. I'm sorry. You don't say. You don't teach the little kid to say, well, the vase broke, but I was really just trying to run through the house quickly because I got I had to get to the back door. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, there are consequences to mm-hmm. some of your actions or your words sure. and, and the way that they, you know, that kind of ripple effect as to whatever occurs as a result of them. Um, and part of, so in my experience and in my very recent experience in multiple cases at this point, and I'm curious now to to see where your stance is on some of these things. Um, and if, if you've been in similar situations, maybe what you did and how it differed maybe from what I did. Um, there are, and I'm sure if, if you take a moment, close your eyes as we listen, <laughs> listen to this part of the pod, there are people who have either no intention or no ability to, to sit there and actually take ownership and accountability of the way that they have made you feel or the position that they have put you in and their aggressiveness towards validating their actions or their words or their silence um, hurt more than if we just never address this thing at all. And in those cases, Josh, and um, again, I'm not sure if you're the, the same as me. Um, you know, I have found that those conversations have led to, like a deeper resentment from me for the way that they're behaving and for how, how apparent it is that they care very little about the way that their actions, words, or silence made me feel. I've actually decided I'm going to not have conversations with these people any longer. I'm going to explain that to them. If they ever find that skill or find that desire, to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I Now I got to take a step back because it's either I'm losing this friendship or this relationship over something so small as, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for you to take this, that, the other way. What do you do when when they push that, push that envelope to you to a point where time and time again, they've proved that they just don't care 
about what their actions or words or silence mean to you? I unfortunately could probably say that I've probably unfortunately done that to some people. Um, I'm not proud of that, but, but there's probably, if I think in my life and, and I, I want to believe that I don't do this anymore, uh, because I'm more conscious of it, but there's probably definitely been times in my life where I think what you're describing is that sometimes people just need to say what they need to say and, and, and be heard. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't need to hear a rationalization or an explanation or um, or sometimes even some kind of deep apology. Sometimes they just need to say like, hey, you did this and that is how that made me feel. And maybe what they're really just looking for is for you to be like, wow, I, I didn't know that. I will try to be more mindful. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, because if it's an acknowledgement, sometimes yeah. I think that's what, what people are really looking for is not necessarily the apology, but the acknowledgement and then the ownership to say like I'm going to try to not do that, and and so unfortunately I you know I I take my share of uh, blame on on things like that um, where I I've probably done that to some people. Uh, to your question, when that's been done to me, uh, you know there's there's probably friendships and and I would say at least maybe one relationship where they they you know you just kind of you either end it or you fade away because at some point it's like, um, and it's not even like that they're being uh, self-centered or egocentric or whatever. It's like, we are just in two different places and this is not gonna work. And cause that takes a lot of work to own like, oh, wow, yeah, no, I, I, I don't need to sit here and explain or communicate or whatever. I just need to kind of hear you and, and try to see that and work with that in my own way. So. Um, I think, no, I, I, I've definitely, when I've done that, I send out heartfelt apologies to people that I may have done that to. And when I've received that behavior to your, to your point, um, you know, absolutely. I think it's a personal thing. Like, you know, if you have a buddy or, or you're in a relationship where that happens once in a while, like, I'm not telling you to burn the house down around it, <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, but, it, but I mean, if, if you find this is the nature of that relationship, whatever that relationship is, a parent to a child, that's another big one. I know a lot of people where uh, I, I can tell you literally in the last month and a half, I have had a conversation with a guy that I, I known for a very long time. Uh, I've known another guy 21 years or so. And his relationship with his dad, we literally had the same conversation where it's like the dad just can't accept mistakes, give some kind of apology or, or just take ownership of that. So the point of that is it strains the relationship and ultimately whatever those relationships are, sometimes you just have to do what's best for you. And maybe you only talk to that person uh, at the holidays or birthdays and you just send a, Hey, how you doing? Hope all is well. Or uh, maybe you just move on and you don't really have any life. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know, and part of the part of, I, I think the thought process behind this entire episode is the fact that you have had those conversations with friends uh, as of late i have had those conversations with friends uh, and family members as of late and i myself have gone through some of these situations where i had to make that decision um but i i, I am curious and, and i and we can get back to some of this too but i'm curious as you had mentioned because i too and, and i i would 
assume most people have been on the on the end of like hey we've made that mistake like we wouldn't take the accountability or we you know didn't acknowledge the way that we made someone feel like that isn't always easy um and we don't always know it especially in the moment and if it's not presented to us and we're given that opportunity um and i would say a lot when i was younger like there was some stubbornness to that where you know even my acknowledgments were very disingenuous so for you like throughout that process you know did you find that that was like an energy thing where it was like you know what i have more energy in my day and my week to dedicate to you know taking acknowledgement and having the difficult conversations with someone that i may have negatively impacted or my actions words or silence negatively impacted or was this like an age and maturity thing and like a life experience thing that kind of flipped that switch for you i think for me it's it's uh um i think it's life experience connecting to age obviously i, I don't i don't want to just say like oh it's i'm turn a certain age and you get smart i don't think that because <laughs> i do think um i you know i've dated people that are older than me i've dated people that are younger than me and they you know they may have at the time both of those spectrums could have been in the same emotional maturity place um because of their life experiences so the reason I, I bring that up just just that as an example is that to turn that to myself i think it's more just like uh you know nbc the more you know da, da, da. <laughs> it's 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 yeah the the more you you experience which i think goes with we're all getting older we're traveling through life we're having these newfound adventures or or an adventure of staying home the last year in pandemic like you learn more as you go and by the time i'm dead i'm gonna be brilliant <laughs> hopefully we all are you yeah know, if, if we're all just you know staying yeah. just as, as eyes wide awake as we possibly can to these situations and scenarios and open for growth and and things of that sort we will we will yeah. all be you know just fully right. functional members of society just in time to check out you know yeah that's my that's my real hope is that you know when i'm on the deathbed that that the the line that probably wraps around the block or maybe two of people that i owe an apology to that they that we have enough time that i can be like next serving number seven thousand eight hundred and four you know yeah i'm sorry that was that was my fault i hope i didn't uh i hope i didn't mess you up too bad sorry about that that kind of thing um but yeah no it, it it's as i say it's uh it's not an energy thing it's it's uh it's not a gratitude thing like you know being gracious in in, in that it's it's just a a experience and then awareness um and even that's like i say you know i'm not perfect that's a growing thing we're always in progress i'm i'm learning that too there because to me again a part of this has to come back to intent that's not an excuse what i'm saying is there's still uh there's still a huge room of accountability even if you didn't intend something there absolutely has to be but but when you when you truly don't know you're doing something that's that's affecting someone else if they're and i hate to put the burden on them but if they're not communicating that neither of you is growing if if, if someone if someone does point it out to you and then you choose not to change or you choose not to hear it then that's on you man you're being a dick but um you know and that's a lot of work but uh or maybe you don't want to change with that person maybe you're just like no i'm good we can just part ways you know what i mean like that's okay too if 
their asks or their demands are, are, are something you can't do. Um, that's so that's where it was for for me and how I kind of learned, you know, this process of, of taking a step back and like if someone's going to address something that upset them as a result of something I did or, or didn't do, like I absolutely owe it to them and, and to me to hear them out. Um, I'm not going to say that I always agree with it. I don't. Um, and I, I don't know that we all ever will. But uh, but again, it's a respect thing. And exactly what you just mentioned, you know, there are certain people you maybe, you know, don't want to grow with, um, you know, or don't want to continue to put. That's where I have that that energy part of the conversation, which is why I asked it. For me, how I began to to be far more aware of whether I was doing a good job of this or a not so great job of, of this in terms of accountability and awareness um, or acknowledgement to to any of these types of things was because there came a time where I was so stressed. I was exhausted. I was, I, I was involved in entirely too many things that when something was brought to my attention that made me sit there and critically think about my own behaviors or my own words, I didn't have it in me. And I did lose friendships because of that. And there were people that I regretted very much not being able to in that moment take a step back and be like, you know what, I, I may be short on energy, but you matter enough that I need and owe that critically, critical thinking session to sit there and acknowledge those things and hear you out and learn something. And then there are other people that maybe I diverted some of that, you know, the minimal energy that I may have had. And they were the wrong people. They were people that, just as you mentioned, like maybe whatever it was I did or didn't do, like those things were never going to be good enough. And they were always going to find something else. And they were always going to just beat me up, beat me up. And maybe those were the people that I, that I so desperately tried to just get on good terms with that I kind of messed things up along the way with some others. And that's for me really where I kind of learned that. And then throughout the rest of my time, which sounds very similar to you, um, where those experiences and, and things like that um, really made a, a big difference. I think when you're talking about, you know, moving forward and big differences and things like that too, I think there's something in accepting. So, so um, I'm trying to kind of say this, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, at some point, we also have to move beyond the apology. Like, we have to hear the apology. If someone continues to have the same bad behavior, whatever that looks like for you, whether they're hurting or they, or let's say someone owes you an apology, or if I am having bad behavior uh, and the apologies are, are not changing anything, then we move on, right? But let's say we choose to stay together. Let's say, okay, you know, I'm always, I, I can't remember, I'm terrible with dates. I, I'm uh, absolutely horrible with dates. I, I'm, I'm great with numbers, but I'm terrible with dates. So let's say like, I always forget it's your birthday or anniversary or something like that. And that really chafes you. Um, and you see that I'm making an effort on that, but maybe that's just something I'm never gonna really be good at, or I set reminders or whatever. whatever. My point is like, once you apologize and, and, I, and one is trying to work on that, you see that effort, I think we also have to move forward from there. You can't, I don't know if it's always yes. healthy to like keep bringing up the same thing. Different if you see no positive activity going to that. And I've been with wonderful partners, wonderful partners that 
can can let's use that as an example we'll bring it up and say i want to let you know you forgot x y or z but i really appreciate i saw that you were trying to leave notes or you set yourself a reminder like i see that you're doing this but you did do that and and, and i think like that's great it's a little bit of stick it's also a little bit of carrot um but i think what you can't do is like you can't have someone apologize for something and truly be heartfelt with it and then constantly yep. give it, you know bring it against them because that's just that's uh so i've lived in households where that was constantly apparent and you watch as you know you you can see you know maybe you don't see or witness the the very first apology or acknowledgement so you don't know how how genuine maybe that first thing was you know but you you see an apology or an acknowledgement um, and you see effort towards change and when that person who inevitably asked for the acknowledgement or the awareness and the the different kind of effort instead continues to berate that person berate's a harsh word but continue to to decide to not acknowledge the effort that's coming from the, the party that they requested it from it makes it really it's it's like soul sucking and you can see on that person who is who is making the effort there you can see that person just get deflated and eventually it gets to a point where it's, why am i trying this anymore i don't know what to do i've done exactly as what's asked of me and it, it can be incredibly hard so one of the things and i have been that person at times too where to me maybe i'm not doing you know i've asked for effort here i've asked for change here um and you know that, that person or, or people or whomever acknowledge that in the moment but maybe i'm not seeing or recognizing their efforts even if they're there and that's where i think it's it's the hard thing but the right thing that if you are to sit there and and bring this up again and it becomes that moment where they could just be deflated and give up it's really really impactful when they say well hold on there let me show you what i have been doing if this is not working for you or it doesn't make sense like let's talk this out then you've given both parties both sides of that an opportunity to grow because sometimes go ahead yeah no i think that's really good i just you know point of clarity i think it's really important the thing you don't want to do and this i can say pretty definitively is not okay just using this example right uh, it's not okay to be like, you're right. I always forget the anniversary. But I take the trash out every week. I clean up the house. I do this or that. It is not okay to try to rationalize out some other thing. That's like a, you know, like a straw man argument or something like that. Like that has nothing to do with the conversation we're talking about. So I think to your point, like that's okay if you're saying, I want to give the examples of the things I've been trying to do to remember that date. I set myself a Google reminder. I, uh, you know, emailed myself, uh, saw uh, all those things. I put notes, you know, in my sock drawer and I look at that every morning, date, important dates, that kind of thing. I think it's okay to, I don't want to use the word defend yourself, but to say, I'm trying and I'm sorry that this is, is not helpful. You know, what, can you help me? Can you give me a tool that maybe I don't can't think of or in my toolbox 
to, to make this better for you and for the relationship. Because I don't want to feel like I'm putting all this effort in and I'm making this constant work and it's not yielding anything because then that's then I'm going to resent it. Like, well, then why am I doing anything? So, like, let me help me find the energy. Help me find the path to put my energy to, to correct this thing to make us both feel better. If you're saying that, I'm on board. If you're saying that's the other exactly thing of like, OK, then, yeah, then yes. I'm on board. If it's the other thing where it's like, OK, this is my deficiency, but I do all this other great stuff. I wash your car for you. It doesn't matter. Sure. Because you're not empathizing with where they're coming from in this topic. Exactly. Um, and that's, again, that's exactly where I was going for, uh, as you, you know, probably more concisely put that. I don't know. I ramble a lot. So do I. We both do. You know, it's, yeah. I think that's, you know, 78% of our show or so. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should open each episode by just saying, come on, ramblers, let's get rambling. <laughs> yes. Um but yeah, I, I mean, and that, that look, that's another good point too. Cause I, I don't know about you like this. I will, again, there's another hand in the air moment for me. Um, it is very much so a pet peeve of mine. If I am addressing, uh, a, a point of concern or a point of concerns being addressed with me uh, and that next step and that next, you know, re- return of, of response has absolutely nothing to do with the original, the original thing. I'm like, well, what are we doing here? Like, why are we having this guy? Like, are we just seeing who's bigger? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I brought this up. Can we address this? I'm not saying we can't address the thing you brought up, but right now, let's address the thing that we we came to yeah. the conversation play with. That's so tough. It's that's hard. so that's so that's so tough. And you know what? I'll I'll admit that I've probably been guilty of that in the past, and that's something I definitely try not to do now. Like. You know, the airing of the grievances, if if that person is airing their thing, it is not okay for you to like hijack that and say, but it is okay if you can say, wow, okay, you know, this taps into some other things. Maybe we should on another day talk about some things that I think are connected to this that I've had experiences with. So, but yep yeah that's tough what you're what you're talking about because again that's a little bit of natural instinct it's a defense thing we don't want to do that yeah it it is and again that brings me back to the thing that i mentioned earlier it's okay to be wrong it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to acknowledge those things if you've hurt someone um or if you've upset someone or made their their lives or their day or, or a moment more difficult for them um it doesn't make you like the world's worst person it doesn't make them infinitely more you know, powerful over you. Um, that's, that's not the way that it's, and if they make you feel that way, like that's, that's a whole other issue. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's tough when the natural instinct that I do think it's in my experience, the natural instinct for most people to, to defend themselves and not to do the right thing to take the moment to take a breath and just be like, all right, let me take this in and let me acknowledge what it is that you're feeling and what you're saying. And, and, let me make sure that I understand this appropriately. And then how can we move forward with this in a way that's positive for both of us? That's a hard thing. Cause it's far more effort. Um, you know, which, and again, doesn't mean that, but I feel like you got to remember, it took a lot of effort for that person, which I, I know you're aware of this. So it probably took a lot of effort for that person to bring that up to you. If you're always, especially like, I know for me, like there are certain people that when I know I need to address something, I will like, I'll write myself a letter out like first I'll sit there and like workshop it with like 
Stephanie or something. I'm like, do you think that I'm coming across okay here? Like, am I kid gloving this enough? And like, that's a whole other issue. If that person, if you have to go through a whole, you know, mock, not argument, but mock conversation and tact, you know, figure out how it is you're going to articulate your every word and thought. And if you have to prepare for every which way that they could take that, again, that is a very unhealthy thing. And that other that's person, not healthy. Yeah, that's that other person is is you know, again, I don't really I don't know where to start with that person. Um and yeah, I that's something that's a whole different yeah. Oh it's it's yeah. It's brutal. But 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 my point you're which you're bearing out is that you gotta recognize that whoever brought this stuff up to you probably it took a lot of energy from them and it took a lot of their thought and yeah. their effort and 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 bravery for them to be able to say you know this is this is what you're doing this is what you've done that kind of thing so it's not like you know it's not like you're just like oh you said this and you hurt me yeah well they probably maybe not as much as you're saying in this particular situation maybe maybe more who knows they've probably run this conversation through their head and how they were hoping it will be received in the whole nine yards. Yeah, I, I would, I would completely agree with that. Um, I, I guess like for, for me, there's, I think the last thing that, that this particular topic like kind of bears to, uh, to question is when you mentioned it earlier and I told you I wanted to get back to it, um, but effectively moving on from that type of conversation, we talked about it earlier you know, with, you know, th there's no need or, or little need to sit there and continually remind someone uh, of whatever it was that, that we've made that conversation about, uh, if things are not moving as quickly in that direction as you had hoped from the or original conversation. Um, but for you, like when these things have happened, whether it be with a partner, with a friend, with family members, with whomever, and on both sides, you can kind of allude to this. Um, but how, what do you feel is the best way to effectively distance yourself from those difficult conversations, provided they go well, or if maybe they didn't go so super well? You're saying once the conversation's been had mm -hmm. and then it comes up, how do we distance? That? I mean, honestly, for me, that might be something that, uh, let's say this is, you know, you might need a third party. Sure. You know, so so what I was going to say is if this is like with a partner, you might need a go to couples counseling. If this is like a friend or a buddy of yours, you know, maybe if you have a, a, a another mutual friend, maybe you got to bring them in and, and just have that outside eye to be like, hey, this person keeps bringing this up and I don't really know what to do with that. You know what I mean? Like, how do we move forward? That for some reason, the, the the thought popped in my head here. I have never cheated uh, in a relationship I've been in. I, I, I'm, as I've said before, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there call me a bastard. But the bridge too far is I, I will not cheat because I've always been in the place that's like, if I am that tempted to cheat, it means something's wrong in our relationship. And I would sooner call you and break up with you so that. This is not working. I, there's no reason. If I'm going to go do that, there's no reason to maintain our relationship. It clearly is where we you know, run aground. So the, the reason I bring that up is, though, I do know people that have cheated. And I do know people that have been in relationships that have tried to survive after that. And 
you know, that comes with apologies, that comes with accountability, that it comes with all of that. And I think a lot of stuff like that, to your point about when this stuff gets brought back up, it's almost like you need a third party, you know, because you also have to empathize like you've hurt this person. That's never going to go away. You can only say you're sorry so many times. So, you know, if it's something that we can't navigate together, then, you know, maybe this relationship is not a relationship that can endure. You know what I mean? And that and that principle is still the same with a friendship, even I think if it's not like a cheating, you know, something else. I don't know what that may look like. But um, but what you're really talking about is like a violation of like trust. And so it's one of those things like if we can't find a constructive way, like to, for you to own, let's use this cheating example, for you to own like, hey, I've hurt you. And I know that that hurt is going to be there forever. And the best thing I can do is just on a day to day basis, try to reaffirm my commitment to you or whatever that looks like. But in the same breath, you know, I'm willing to say, like, if I do something, you say, look, I know you're not trying, but it's these feelings of distrust I have. Or I'm still working on that, too. You know, you have to sit with that discomfort. You have to say, like, yep, I, I created that situation. I'm we're trying to work on that. What you can't do is, again, it, it, it's not meaningful for necessarily I don't know how to move forward if it's just the expectation that one party constantly apologizes. You know what I mean? Sure. So so to wrap that around to your point, like I feel like at that point you have to bring in a third party, whatever that looks like. So to, to help guide you both together. So if it's not like abundantly clear to, to all of the listeners at this point, like we, not that we are making the conscious effort to do so, but it's at some point in each and every show, we are referencing topics and conversational points from a multitude of shows that we've had so far here in the gentleman podcast, which just goes to show you that like when you have like Josh, Josh and I, we connect you know, on this podcast once every, once every other week and the topics are, are always different. Um, but the conversations and the prep and throughout this time always challenge us to sit here and have like, like a, we have a layer of prep, but most of this is, is, is pretty unscripted. So where we kind of take these things to see that they naturally flow to, to many other shows that we have had, um, I know for me, it's super encouraging because I know that it challenges me to continue to think and use the certain bits of advice or, or certain things that Josh, you've given me throughout this, uh, the, I don't know, 17, 18 episodes that we've done so far. Um, and hopefully the listeners like you guys can sit there and, and kind of connect some of those dots too and realize that all this is, is just two people who are pretty close to one another having conversation and like being open to each other's ideas and feedback and the way that they may see something uh, because maybe it helps reshape the way that you see something. And ultimately that's what this topic is too. When you're sitting there and someone is bringing something to your attention that maybe you didn't think or didn't acknowledge in the moment, because it's not the way that you saw something. It's just the opportunity to sit there and learn just as we started this show that there are more than one ways that things can be interpreted. And if you're open-minded, um Unless one of those ways is uh, a couple episodes about movie reviews. Yeah. And that's talk not going to be. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> no. You're, um, you're, you're right, Shane. You know, you're right with everything. And I, I just want to say this, too, to build on that real quick. It's yeah. because, in my opinion, you know, as I like to think we've stated numerous times, neither of we are both works in progress. No one here has it all figured out. And if you are listening to us, uh, if you take anything out of my day that helps you or out of your day that, that helps you, I, I'm thrilled that God, that's awesome. But if you're looking to us as authorities, big mistake, big mistake. So the, the reason I say that is we're works in progress and 
it's constantly building, it's constantly growing. So exactly what Shane said, so many of the things that we talk about here, uh, one topic begats another. A little, a little bit of information we may have talked about three, four, five episodes, maybe in the beginning episode, you know, we're growing on that, how that affects other things. And I take that in my day to day. And obviously Shane's insights have a lot of weight, uh, you know, when I have to talk about something or, or we were talking earlier, you know, you said how you might ask Stephanie, like, hey, I got to have a conversation with someone and I want to play that out. I, I know I've definitely done that with you that I might call you and be like, I'm thinking about tackling this this way or how what do you, you know, do you have any thoughts? How, how do you think I should bring this up? Like, you know, yeah, absolutely. As long as it's not the movie drive. We don't talk about it. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, now I'm going to start talking about it. So. No, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, this, this is, um, this is one of like the, the great pleasures of me for, for doing this show. Um, you know, is the opportunity to continue to, uh, critically think and, uh, and challenge myself. Um, you know, and again, just as Josh mentioned, like we are, what you hear on here is not the be all and end all. This is just an example of two people, you know, trying to get a little bit better every single day. Um, and I think that's what, uh, what we enjoy most about this process. Um, and it keeps us, you know, it keeps us metaphorically writing those letters to one another, um, you know, which, uh, which really works in, in both of our favors. So. So we go through all this, we've talked about all these different angles. We're talking about energy and all this, and it, and it comes back to how we started this story. And in the course of this conversation and the course of all this, in our discussion, I am feeling like this is one of those times that for me to reach out to someone who I haven't talked to in 20 years, it's more for me than them. And that's one of those things where I'm not going to affect someone's day-to-day life in that way. And I have certainly reached out to ex-partners over time. We've talked about that before. Sometimes where occasionally I've sent an email or a letter and just apologize for some things. And whether they choose to reach back out or not, you know, uh, that's that's a different story. But in this particular case, I feel like, you know what, this is one of those things. This is to make me feel better because that is someone who I have not been in relation with. And I don't even tangentially know, you know, we don't even have a, a mutual friend. So it is one of those things. But in talking about this, it's like. If, as we said earlier, if I ran into them, that is 100% what I would do. If we had a mutual friend and I found out they were asking about this or me or anything, I would 100% open that door. But at some point, I got to recognize that my feelings, that I feel bad. In this particular case, I don't know if that's worth putting that with someone else to say, you know, we haven't talked in 20 plus years. Let me peel that bandaid off. Remember when you were going through a really bad time and uh, maybe I could have been there a little more for you? Yeah, sorry. You know, because I the last thing you want to do is re-traumatize someone. Yeah, um, and I, I think that's awesome that we, you know, throughout this conversation, we're able to weave that back. Um, and I, again, not, you know, being involved, involved in that particular scenario, even when that story began, you know, I, I do believe that is that's the right choice. You know, it's, um, and ultimately you'll know that best, um, you know, being as the story is your own. And just like for the listeners, if, if you're sitting there thinking of a story that, that hits you similarly, you'll know for you, um, you know, may, maybe for you, it is, let's write that letter or send that email. Um, you know, but ultimately, you know, that that's just about 
when you sit with that or when you converse about that with someone close with you, you know, ultimately do you come away with, is this something that I'm doing specifically for me or do I believe this behooves both parties? Um, so I think that's pretty cool that, you know, we were able to sit here and wind through this discussion. Um, and that was, you know, where you kind of landed at. Um, and I mean, I know the listeners don't get to see it, but I get to see it throughout this thing. And you look pretty confident in that decision. And I, I love that. I commend that. And, and I know we're wrapping up here and I know we, we bent your ears, but there's just one more thing I got to, I, I feel like I got to bring up, you know, we, we talked about the amount of energy someone else has probably put when they've come to you and communicated, Hey, you did this, or maybe you didn't mean to, but this is the effect. Right. And we absolutely know it takes a lot of energy when you have to go to someone else and say, Hey, you know, you hurt me here. You did this. But I just want to take one quick moment and say, you know, what's really gentlemanly, which really, really up there and takes a lot of energy when something happens. And a few days later, you realize that you may have stepped on someone's toes and then of your own volition, you reach out to that person and you apologize and you take accountability before it's brought up to your attention, before you, you know, really time has, has flown before, before you, when you, that, that's awesome. And now I just want to make sure we take one minute to throw that in here because that's equally important. You got to, you got to look out for your own feelings too. You know, if someone's running over you, you are worthy. You deserve to not be treated that way. And you should say, Hey, maybe someone owes me an apology, but you got to remember when you realize you've done that and that other person may not have it in them to, to communicate that you have to open that door and say, hey, this is this. That's, I think that's an awesome point to, to end on. And one that like literally five minutes before we went on to record this, uh, a buddy of mine from work had texted. Now, I did not take this the way that he believed I could have. So at this moment, all things fine. All things were fine then too. But it meant so much that I got a text from this person that I work with acknowledging saying, hey, if I made you feel this way, I just want you to know I'm really sorry. Like that wasn't how I intended, which again, ultimately, and, and if you ever listen to this, you know, who you are, um, you know, that, that means the world, like just because I trust that you go home and, and you, and you have the ability or the capacity and the willingness to take a step back and say, wow, I hope this person didn't take it that way. Um, and that is, that is right up there with one of the most gentlemanly things that you can do. So that's a great point to end on Josh. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, and real quick, you know why? Because it shows you that you were worth someone's time. So that's awesome. Yeah. So with that, we're going to take this back to the scene from the first season of Ted Lasso. Accountability matters. You stop being mad at me now. Sorry, babe. Do you know what you're sorry for, Jamie? <sighs> you always ask me that. Hey, do me a favor. Don't use me as a prop in your little fights. Make me feel like an idiot. I'm sorry. I... I shouldn't have done that. Thanks. No one was bidding on you anyway, mate. Just fuck off. Go on. What are you saying sorry to him for? 
being accountable matters, Jamie. We're done. This has been another episode of The Gentleman Podcast brought to you by your hosts, Shane and Josh. If you've enjoyed tonight's show, we will have additional shows on the 1st and 15th of every month. We also have written content on our blog at www.thegentlemanpodcast.blog. Please be sure to rate and review if you've enjoyed this content and also share. Share with your friends, share with your family, share with your coworkers, share with strangers on the street. We are your gentlemen and we thank you for listening.